I believe there's a hero in all of us. You have great powers, only some of which you have yet discovered. I'm a superhero, Mom. A real life superhero. The world needs extraordinary. We will make you a superhero. Are you ready to become the hero? Initiating surprise in three. This two is one. The real Brian show. Well, we promised we would bring you a list of movies that were remade and better than the originals. Stay tuned for that. I would like to challenge you in something that I think will be of great benefit to you. And you know what? This is exciting. Miss Ice is back. That snake looks delicious. What part do you think I'm about to eat? Uh, basically, a snake don't have parts. But um, if I had to call it anything, uh, I would say it's his knee. Great. Let's rock it. Yeah, welcome to The Real Brian Show. Thanks for listening. Who is with me in wanting to eat some snake right now? And more more specifically, the snake's knee. Me, me, me. Yes. Doesn't that sound good? I've had snake. Sounds Have you? Amazing. Hello, Miss Ice. Oh, hey. Welcome back. Thank you. Captain? Yes. Thank you. I, I have had snake, actually. I had it at a place in, uh, in north of Scott, like Cape Creek, Arizona. Oh, yeah. That you may recall called Rawhide. Oh, Rawhide. Yeah, uh, it's I long that gone. place. I long know, gone, but it was really big in the 80s, 70s, 80s, 90s, maybe yeah. in the 70s. I don't know. Anyway, the back in the last century. Uh, and they served at their at their uh, at their world class um, restaurant. They served rattlesnake, and it tastes like chicken. 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 Yep. Hundred percent. Totally yep. does. Did you eat the snake's knee though? Probably. Okay. Yeah. That's probably. all that matters. Mm-hmm. And well, that's what movie was this soundbite from? <laughs> that was not from a movie. That was actually from a conversation at the dinner table with our family not that long ago. He's kidding. <laughs> okay, points for someone who can name what movie that was from. I Do I get I, points if I name it? No, 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 no. You, you, oh, we, is yeah, you is and the I WB it. in our show notes a hint? No, no, no. Dang. Well, yes, but no. Start guessing everything it it, it is, but no. Yes, it is, actually. It is a hint. Warner Brothers. <laughs> Willie Bobberson. Willie Bobberson. <laughs> Winona Bieber. Bieber. I, is Winona Bieber really coming up like, with names? Is that Justin Bieber's granddaughter? You know, like Winona Earp? It's Winona <laughs> or Bieber. Grandmother. Or grandmother. Wait, does he even Grandma have Bieber. a grandmother? Everyone has a grandmother. Everyone dude. has a grandmother. I don't know about Justin Bieber. Two of Bieber. them, usually. Justin Bieber, I'm not sure. I, I'm not sure he's a real person. I'm not a real boy. Why bother? I feel like we're getting off track. I really want to tell her what movie this is going from. No, no, no. Don't tell her. We have to let it. We have to let people guess. So, all right. Let it, let it, would it, would it be a movie <laughs> that I would have seen? Uh, I don't know because I don't know if you have seen it. I think we've talked about it in the past and I don't know if you ever did. Okay. It's possible. I don't really know though. Okay. So get this fall comes officially in three days. Okay. So Whoa, today, really already? Yeah. Today's the 18th already. So 21st, uh, isn't it 21st or is it? I don't know. It mix. Yeah. It switches around to the 21st or 22nd. 20, depends on no, which year it is. Yeah. It's, I don't get it's that around there. Yeah. Three or four days. Are, are you ready for this already? Are we not ready? I'm ready. You're ready. Okay. You know, hundred degree weather, the fires everywhere, the smoke so thick that it, it was so funny. Somebody's like, Oh, you know, I wonder if any place looks like Mordor. Well, People were posting <laughs> pictures of 
more, I mean, Colorado on Facebook and literally looked like Mordor and they're like no filters at all. In fact, yeah. there were a few oh, pictures that were getting posted from the, from the wildfire smoke 1 PM and it looked like night and all the street lights and, you know, everybody had to turn their lights on because it was so black, so thick, so Mordor nasty. Colorado. Yeah. Welcome to, it's like, welcome to colorful Colorado Mordor and it's yeah. got like, you know, yeah. So <laughs> anyway, then we had some snow. So this is the earliest snowfall, I think on record in Colorado. Wow. Wow. It was, what was it? September 6th, I think is what it was or the eighth or yeah, it was the eighth. Never mind, September. I don't know. So we got snow. It was crazy. And then, you know, really cold temperatures and then it warmed back up again. So it's just like this. We don't really know what's going on, but we got a taste of fall and I'm kind of like, ooh, so we did make that homemade pumpkin space, pumpkin <laughs> space, that homemade pumpkin spice mocha. Mm. Yeah. And it tasted really yeah. good. But at the same time, I'm, I love summer. So I'm enjoying the remaining days of summer mm. and then we'll embrace well, fall. Hopefully you can stay happy until winter hits. Sorry. Then we're going right? to have problems because yeah, there's no <laughs> basketball. There's no volleyball. There's no nothing this year. I don't know what I'm going to do in the winter. Maybe lose it, but <laughs> mm. I know what I'm doing. Well, I'm not entirely lying. I mean, joking, but wait, what, what are you going to do? I know what I'm doing all year. Playing video games. Keeping Steve Getting company. down with Steve. Oh yeah. So tell me about Steve. Is he, uh, is he pretty hot? Is he running pretty hot? Are you having to cool him down once in a while at night? You want to pick my brain about Steve? I would like to pick your brain about Steve, actually. Okay. Yeah. Well, Steve is a wonderful thing. He runs <laughs> He runs beautifully, fairly quiet. I've got okay. uh, what six fans on the thing. Oh, wow. Yeah. Running and, Trying and to just I just it, built it. Keep him I, cool. Yeah. And I Super built fast. it last. I built it last night at last. I did it all correctly because as soon as I hit the power button, he turned right on. He turned mm. on. I turned him on. You, you turned Steve easily. on. Okay. I turned That's Steve good. on. That's nice. And Steve, I'm coming to you from Steve right now, Brian. Really? Right now. He's, so he's on. He is my machine. You're communicating to us through Steve. Yes, wow. absolutely. He can't say hi, but just trust me. Well, I, I know sometimes how that. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I'm so excited for you. Steve is built. Yeah. That, by the way, for those of you who are like, what the Steve is the name of Captain Influence's new computer that he built. And it yeah. worked the first time. Like you didn't have to go back and go, oh, didn't turn on. Yeah, I built it all by myself. And it worked. And Just it so works great. You, you going so far. I know, man. right? Yeah. You yeah. Man. So far, so good. Well, I cool. wish I gave my computer a cool name like Steve. Mine's named Crash with a K. Well, because hey, it Crash crashes. with a K is awesome. Yeah, I know. Mine's Crash the Black Day. Beast. You know that. Mm. So. Above. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Black Beast of what was it? That, it does kind of like escape my memory. I know. It's like the Black Beast of. Uh, um, yeah, I don't know. Well, anyway. Uh, anyway. So let me pick <laughs> your Colorado brain Summers. about how to build a computer because, you know, when I built the Black Beast of. Ah! There we go. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's right. Yeah. You remember that. When I built that, I mean, I got it right too. Thankfully, it was one of those things where I, I did it. I turned it on. It worked and it was amazing. Yeah. But, but you it know, was like awesome. twenty years ago. No, this was you know a few months ago. Come on, this yeah, is the beginning of this year. <laughs> so basically, with twenty years ago in the technology world. <laughs> Actually, my well, yeah, the gra- new graphics cards that have come out, of course, have already you know obsoleted mine. Uh, and I and yes, I'm using that word that way because I feel like it. But you know what, the graphics card that I have is amazing. It's still not going to be a problem either way. But yes, tell Miss Ice any any tips because you know she's working with crash over here 
her geriatric MacBook Air. Which I, literally crashed not too long ago. Yeah. That's not cool. Well, you're a Mac user though, right? Isn't that the whole... Correcto. Yeah, so I don't have any advice for you. I don't know how to build a Mac if you even can. Translation, you're screwed. Yeah. yeah, but if you were to ever to build a PC, uh, my best advice to you is to get a lot of advice online before you purchase your components mm-hmm. and utilize your motherboard manual mm-hmm. religiously. Yeah. It tells you where every little port and pin is on the periphery and that's key because the your your case is going to come with a lot of connections coming out of it. You know, you're going to have your your GPU, your CPU, your power supply, your your RAM. You have to know where all of that goes and and the best configuration to put your RAM for example like Mobos come with four slots usually or so and if you have two 8 gig sticks of RAM, you're going to want to put them in a certain two slots rather than just kind of sticking them in two of the slots. So, And your motherboard manual has all that stuff on it. That's my best advice. Yeah. And take your time. It's actually easy. The hardest part is connecting all the crap up to the power supply, honestly. And then, you know, managing it so it looks nice. Oh, I don't bother with that, bro. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like this, this huge spider tangled you spider web. See, you should see inside this glass. It's... um. Actually, it, luckily, it's not. There's not a lot of LED R- RGB going on. Luckily, yeah, the, just on the video card and on the CPU is all. But I have my system hard drive as an NVMe one terabyte stick, right? Yeah, the kind they have to install into the Mobo itself. And Mobo, by the way, is motherboard. But then I have two SSDs, older, you know, the non-NVMe, the older architecture, and I have them both connected to the SATA. They're SATA drives, right? They mm-hmm. they use SATA. Connectors, uh, yep. Connectors, yeah. And I have them connected to the power supply, but the cord from the power supply doesn't quite reach where the those drives are docking. <laughs> so it's so just I dangling? just have them hanging like oh a grapevine. I have two SATA drives hang, kind of resting in the on the bottom of the case. Oh my gosh. Uh, You've got to take a picture of this, dude, and send it to us. Seriously, yeah, this is, is going to be priceless. Like, <laughs> you know, everybody talks about cable management, make your computer look beautiful, you know, ah, make it so that you don't have a fire hazard. Meh. And you're not no. going to be able to tell the difference between your, your cords and, and real spider webs eventually. I can tell. Yeah, you, no, you're right. That, that part, yeah. <laughs> That's you're, you're absolutely correct. No, there's Ooh. it's it's a jungle in there, really. And yeah. as long as, dude, as long as your cords aren't interfering with your fans, who cares? Come on, uh, uh, don't pick. If Mike Tony's were here, brain, he though. would tear me a new one. By if, the way, if you but. want to do cable <laughs> management, do not pick Tony's brain. Yeah, I mean, if if you want to have your computer catch fire when there's a lightning strike nearby and whatever, I mean, yeah, it's your it's your computer, dude. Whatever, do do it like Tony. Ugh. Yeah. <laughs> You don't want to create a fire hazard. Oh my gosh! Hey, by the you way, you want longevity. No, but way, it's that fans, fans are making keeping Steve very cool, and yeah, I'm not I'm worried glad. about that. So, so by the way, Mike wrote in and said, "Hey, just FYI, on Microsoft Flight Simulator 2020, we were talking about it, and you know, he did say that there are three versions: sixty dollar, ninety dollar, and one hundred twenty dollar version. The one on the Xbox Game Pass thing, you know, that we have on PC, is the sixty dollar, of course. Makes sense. He was saying that you know to answer your question, which I was kind of alluding to that yes you can fly very casually you don't have to you know click all the buttons and stuff that's what you're okay your yeah, I, I assumed you could but yeah, yeah that's good to know you can basically go as simple as you want and as intense as you want so i've you know i've kept it pretty simple but i found an aircraft that i absolutely love in that game and it's the icon a5 which is a real it's a sport aircraft actually so you can get your sport pilot's license in real life you don't actually have to get a full-on pilot's license so it's much cheaper <laughs> and they're amphibious, so and actually pretty light and small. And so they actually were showing a video of a 
Toyota Highlander hauling one of these things on a trailer because the wings actually fold back so that, you know, they're nice and th- basically, you know, you can get through things with your trailer. Oh, dude, I, I wonder if I could haul it with my sedan. You, of course you could. They're actually not that heavy, right? <laughs> well, well, they're amphibious. They're two seater and, you know, it looks like a cockpit. It looks like basically a, a car on the inside. In fact, the cockpit reminds me a little bit of a Subaru. The new Subaru looks, you know, just kind of a cool little Anyway, um, yeah, you know, so you can land in the lakes or on the ocean or whatever, and you can fly, you know, and they fly about 87 knots, so pretty slow, so you can kind of just cruise around. So I decided I'm going to take one of those up in the game, and I'm going to cruise through stuff, and I did, and, you know, I, I cruised through. I, like, dropped down really, really low on the on the Las Vegas Strip, and what was really cool, though, is that a lot of the casinos actually had the ads on them that are current ads, so it was talking about... That's so crazy yeah, that they have insane. all that real-time stuff in the game. That's just... Some of it though. So like I went over to Hoover Dam after that and, you know, I was like, wow, that's the Hoover Dam. Well, the, the dam itself does not look realistic at all, unfortunately. Oh, okay. Yeah. So because some things just from- aren't the greatest and some things oh, okay. are really well done, but I had fun. Huh. It's a fun game to do. And I finally hooked up my Thrustmaster, inserted that into my Black Beast. And I mean, it was great. You know, it was one of those things that it flies well. It feels realistic. And it is a lot easier than using a keyboard, by the way, because the keyboard is bad for yeah, flying. Yeah, bad. Really I'll bad. Bet. So anyway, I just wanted to show. I that wonder. I wonder if they have plans for that game. You know, for future expansions to that latest iteration of the flight simulator franchise, to incorporate actual 3D rendering models of things like the Hoover Dam or downtown yeah. Manhattan or, you know, stuff where right now they're relying on this real, that really cool real-time satellite data technology. But, and that's great, but it does have its limitations like what you just described. So mm-hmm. it'd be really cool if they would incorporate those 3D models in places like that to enhance that experience. Yeah. I wonder if they're already planning that. So Yeah, because, you know, like even the Las Vegas Strip, as real as some of the casinos looked, there were trees like... It looked literally Flat. like trees had grown over the actual road, the actual strip yeah. itself. And it just wasn't very realistic at that point. So they, they have some stuff to fix. But keep in mind, this is the entire world. So they're true. You know, they're trying to like recreate <laughs> well, a, all the famous yeah. areas all over the entire world. It would take a long time to incorporate all of them. But just, you know, yeah. every few months, throw a patch together. Oh, and, so you cool. know, yeah, it they've really got the resources. Be. They can do it. Yeah. So let me pick your brain on something. Oh, okay. yeah, please. You if you're like them. in the, do you, did you guys remember that I was here? <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, wait, yeah. <laughs> Actually, I kind of forgot. <laughs> it's just, it's it's fascinating to hear because like you guys know that I've tried a little bit to get into video games and yes. sometimes I can do it. Yeah. But, but I haven't played any games like this. So my question for you is when you're like in the middle of these games and you're seeing all of these amazing graphics being rendered and then all of a sudden like the Hoover Dam comes up and it's like just totally not right does it take you out of the flow in the moment and yes negatively affect the way you're playing yes for me but then i go okay keep in mind nothing's perfect and this is the Mm -hmm. best we've had so far okay so it's it's not like oh now the the illusion is shattered i've lost my flow i i don't think i can play anymore tonight (laughs) no no i'm not i'm not that bad and i when i get into games i enjoy the moment i get into them but i also realized i mean it's still not that real no matter what game you play i mean as cool as ready player one was and how realistic Mm -hmm. that game felt and how oh my gosh wouldn't that we're not there yet not even close Mm -hmm. it's still very different but i mean it was disappointing and also i get it 
So I just like, okay, moving on. Okay, that's cool. How about you, Captain? Well, the biggest issues I have with games are when you have this beautifully done game with a great story and great character development and then uh, a really inex- in a, you know, inexcusable mechanic like Jedi Fallen Order. Best example yeah, I can think of. The running. Yep. Beautiful. No, jumping. It's not. It's running. Eh, uh, it's okay. Well, the run, he still looks bow-legged. I've gone over this on the previous show, but it's just that mechanic of jumping is so poorly done in that game. It, it literally detracts from the experience. Yeah. Still a good game. Could be a lot better just if they'd fix that one little thing. And maybe they will in a, in a future patch. Who knows? But. Yeah. Well, that's the thing about, okay, Far Cry 5, and they still can't even do this in movies. They cannot get mouths right. Mm-hmm. Mouths and lips they're, look so fake still to me. They do, but I think they're, I think that with every generation of, of games, and, and I guess they do consider them, you know, because they, they, you, you hear talk about the next generation such and such of a game or whatever. They do refer to them as a next generation sometimes after a few years have gone by and the technology progresses. I can tell generation to generation that the gaming studios are getting better at rendering human faces. Some of them are better than others. Oh, so, sure. But they've even said yeah. that and mouths I can even in general from- are the, the hardest things to render. And they said that they still don't even know how they'll ever be able to do mouths. And maybe that's a good thing. Because you don't want it to be like, wow, that's indistinguishable because then, then we're at a creepy place. <laughs> well, then you can, there are other applications for that technology that could be bad. But what were you going to say, Miss Eyes? Oh, I was going to just totally agree with that because even from the four Batman games I've played mm-hmm. from way early, probably in the 2000s to one that was just like five years ago or something, just totally different experiences with facial structure. But it seems like that would be the hardest thing to replicate like just with computer graphics because of yeah. how how unique and lip nuanced. movement is to a per, per to a person is yeah mm-hmm. nuanced yeah. that's a great way to yeah. put it yeah. i think i think the the best renderings in any games that i've seen were of eyes and mouths were probably done i'm guessing and I'm, it's maybe a bad guess because maybe it's not true but uh, i feel like they might have used some sort of uh, actors like they overlaid mm. it and you know did motion capture essentially and then based all their animation on the motion capture like Gollum yeah similar mm-hmm. yes very similar okay. yeah so yeah that's, that's just cool. my guess yeah all right so we've been saying pick your brain a lot and by the way I hate that term absolutely hate it with a passion <laughs> uh, and Sarah hates it it's like one of those that you're just like yeah and that's why I'm bringing it up because we got we, we got we to use a term that's so annoying it's also really annoying because people especially when you are in a position of having knowledge, people love to say, Hey, can I pick your brain? And which, which is just kind of (laughs) gross sounding, but also unfortunately when somebody says, can I pick your brain? They usually want free information and they usually don't value or respect your information, which is really sad. And I would say that in my experience, it's been almost a hundred percent true. And it's been through lots and lots and lots of people over the years. Mm. Yeah. And it's sad to be, it's one thing if somebody said, like, if you're just having a conversation and you know, like we're, we're talking, you ask me a question, no big deal, but it's like people that come on randomly who, you know, you haven't talked to in a long, or maybe you've never even talked to and they walk up and they say, Hey, can I pick your brand? I'm like, who are you? (laughs) (laughs) I don't even know who you are. And you know, they just want information from you and that's it. Talk to the wall. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. So Sadly, it is not, yeah. I don't think, good connotation for most people. And huh. it's interesting because like I've had a lot of questions for people recently and I've, I've gone to them and I've said, I have a question for you. 
and I will pay you for your time. And sometimes they'll, they'll just say, no, that's okay. I'll just give it to you. But I'll be like, no, really? Like I want to pay you for your time because I don't like it when people come to me and ask me to give them free information that I have had to pay for or work for my whole life. And so I'm always saying to someone else, you know, I have a question. Let me pay you for it. Please tell me, tell me what you charge. And and they're kind of like usually caught off guard. Like, Oh, I, I, okay, sure. You know, I just want to respect them. So this is one of those terms we've all heard. Many of us probably use it. Explain the origin of it. And I'm, I'm reading this, but so, so almost all the meanings of to pick drive directly or ultimately from the use of a sharp implement, right? Like a pike or a pick or the beak of a bird or the knife and fork used to pick at the Thanksgiving turkey. Huh? Okay. Now, many of the slightly varied meanings of the verb appear quite early in the published history of the language, English. Early on, it was used when the fingernails or fingers were used to pick at imperfections in the skin or on other surfaces or when the extended uh, fingers were used to steal. The expression, quote, pick someone's pockets, unquote, appears no later, no later than, ni- uh, f- excuse me, 1580. Hmm. And the general use of pick to mean steal is even earlier. In the Book of Common Prayer, edition of 1549, the phrase, quote, picking and stealing appears more than once making an association between those two verbs not uncommon then and now. Hmm. Um, Interesting. Yeah. yeah. So that's the, kind of in the same spirit of what Brian is describing. Yeah. Yeah, interestingly. The generalized meanings of to pick as to gather or obtain or to ransack or rifle or to rob leads us to, quote, to pick someone's brain or brains, meaning to gather information or ideas from someone else's brain to use for our own purposes. Presumably, we get the into the brain indirectly, either by <laughs> presumably uh, <laughs> either either by attending what our brainy victim has written or said, or not infrequently by asking him questions, as opposed to opening your head up and picking yes. at your cerebellum. So that's interesting that you say that, and it yeah. makes sense to me, especially in the context of this of this you know definition or origin, if you will. But I've know what it is about me that's different i've never thought of it that way and if someone if someone which is rare has said let me pick your brain about something i'm usually like all mr eager to tell you whatever you want to know but i'm not in i'm not in the same position as you as an entrepreneur and and in the same line of work as you so i can see how you would you would value and covet or not covet value and cloister your information more Rather than just giving it out pell-mell, that makes perfect sense. Mm-hmm. So I think it depends I just, on how you got relate. it too. So like if you're yeah. just one of those people who just loves reading and, you know, gathering info and you, you know, you really don't care. Like it's just your hobby right. and somebody asks you, oh, what did you learn? It's like you're, you're eager to share it. But, right. you know, like you're saying, I think a lot of entrepreneurs and other people, I mean, not even just entrepreneurs, but people who have like, for example, learning piano. Right. I took lessons for most of my life and then. You know, I worked really, really hard at getting better and better at piano. And then I would literally have, and this was years ago, I, I, I taught piano for a couple of years and I was terrible at it. But, I, you know, the, I would have these parents come to me and say, teach my kid to be as good as you. And I'd be kind of like, okay. <laughs> and, and then they would expect it to be fast. Like, well, I want to be as good as you like in a year. And I'm going, dude, <laughs> unless you're like, Mozart. Mozart. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it isn't going to happen. Like you're, you're not a, you're not a prodigy. It's just, prodigy. You're not one of them prodigies. It's just one Made of those tomato. things though, where people 
have this expectation where it's like, okay, you went out there and you spent money on learning about all this, you know, you took courses, you went to school, whatever, you know, it took you 10 years to learn how to do this. All right. I want your information that you just blood, sweat, tears, money, everything. Give it to me for free right now. That's the, yeah, that's what I mean I by that. So yeah. I totally get it, it depends yeah. on the the acquisition of the information. However, though, it is very interesting to look at this and say that picking goes along with like picking someone's pot. So essentially, it's like, let me steal the information from you in right. some way or another, which is like, wow, that's that's, that's yeah, it's it's weird. it's interesting huh. that the uh, that the this definition, at least, or this origin of that idiom so closely reflects your view of it. So yeah, yeah, your experience with it. And I know I'm not the only one too. I mean, I know a lot of other people that have been in positions similar to me who have had very similar oh, sure. experiences. Except that people don't like, that's just a circumstance really. I mean, it's people don't always use that same phrase when asking you for advice. Oh right? sure. Oh sure. Yeah. So like, I mean, it just extends out, but yeah, as much as you probably have heard the phrase, it just, there's so much else involved in that. But at the same time, it's associated enough that you were so much closer to the actual definition than I was because my experience is very different with this phrase. Sure. <laughs> Actually, I, I was trying to remember the exact, I can never remember on the fly, but my my coworker and I, we call every other day like your brain day. Yeah. <laughs> so can I borrow your brain for a little bit? You know, <laughs> it's right. like, you're, it's, yeah. it's, your, it's your turn to brain and yeah. <laughs> my huh. mind is just not working. And so, you know, we, we swap brains every once in a while. But but it's the same sort of concept where you're saying, I need you to give me something that I clearly lack, but sure, it's sure. only going to benefit me. Yeah. Right. And In other know, words, it's, it's, it's almost like an appeal to your altruistic nature. Right. That's, sure. Yeah. And you know, it's interesting you say all that too, because I think that they're like, for example, if somebody, you know, you even came to me, Tony, and you said, hey, I'm building a computer. Do you have any advice? And I'm like, yeah, let me, let me give it to you. Of course. Like I was happy to share <laughs> I it. I totally, I know you were, and you I appreciate me. that. <laughs> no, I just, I just, I didn't wait. I just went and yeah. I was too excited. So yes, I, That's but fine. I, but I definitely appreciate the sentiment that you were going to give me all the information that you gleaned from hours of research and you were willing to do it without hesitation. So, but I also, except that, that isn't in, like, that isn't dependent on your livelihood. Well, but even then though, I mean, like I but spent still. the time doing it. So there, but here's the thing. I think this is the difference. Tony, you're not one of those people who just siphons, just siphons people. Like, you know what I mean? Like you're yeah. not a leech. So no. when, when you actually need help no. with something, it's like, it's rare. So I think part of it too may have to do with like the person's attitude. Like if they, that's true. If they come to me and they're just like, I have a question and like, they never have questions. I'm like, oh, of course I'll help you, you know, but it's the, yeah. I think it's the approach. I think it's the frequency. I think it's the, the attitude behind it. Yeah. I think there's just a lot of little things like that. And, and I've had people yeah. in the past too, that they're, there's an attitude. I don't even know how to explain it. And it really probably doesn't matter. It's probably a very case by case basis, but I don't know. Maybe, maybe the thing to remember is respect people when you're asking for their information and help. And yeah, yeah some a, people are more than happy to give it for free and others, you know, you probably should offer to pay them because of how they obtained it. So I don't know. That's, that's just a, a good, good takeaway from that. Yeah. yeah I like that a lot. Absolutely. On the one hand, a lot of the information I give away for free is because I don't feel <laughs> right asking for people for money over something that I just know, yeah. you know, like, but I like, I think of the difference between you and me, especially Brian, where I am employed by a corporation and my whole job is to, you know, acquire knowledge to make me better at that, to help 
the bottom line of the man, <laughs> whereas yours is to help your bottom line, which, you know, like there wasn't supposed to be any negative or positive connotation to either side, but just sure. that, like, I don't have to worry about that, you know, like my knowledge. Well, I don't know that. But you're still getting paid though. Much. I'm still getting paid. So the knowledge you have I, that but, you offer is still getting paid for technically. The source of my knowledge doesn't drive my business. No, no, sure. I understand that, but I'm saying, but you're also getting paid for what you do and offer as well. But I, I hear what you're saying though. I totally hear. Right. Yeah. And that, and that my only point was that the source of my knowledge doesn't drive my business where it does for you. So like sure. there are probably certain things you are more willing to give away for free than others yeah. because yeah. there are things that are so tied in to what your income is or what your, what your business is built around that it's, it's easier to give away things like research knowledge around building a computer just because you don't do anything really that that's a hobby in your line of business. Right. Yeah. So that, that was my only point. Sure. Yeah. But you know, but interesting like, with jobs too, I feel like that, you know, maybe not for all of us, but many of us have levels of expertise in our jobs and we probably, most of us probably would not do our jobs for free. So by no, us saying we're no. offering our, our knowledge <laughs> and our know. services, you have to pay me for that. So even it, it still even kind of translates into our jobs for, for many of us, like, you know, okay. some of us may be working jobs that don't require a lot of knowledge and background or whatever. And that's fine. But I'm just saying that some of us have that. So I don't yeah. know. It kind of, well, uh, so anyway. it's very interesting. Yeah, it is. So Brian, you're, so one of your pet peeves is people asking to pick your brain. It can you want to know what my, it can what be. one of my pet peeves is. Yeah. Yes. Getting, multiple sandwiches at Subway for lots of people. Oh, so. I will never do that for people. And I don't ever ask. Like if you say, hey, I'm me. going to Subway. Anybody want yes, any? I will never do that. Like, That's uh, a pet peeve of mine. Yeah. Because <laughs> when I'm at Subway and there's a lady in front of me who has five or six or 10 <laughs> orders, it's like having five or six or 10 people in front of you. Yeah, it is. And it reminds it, me of a scene from... Yeah. <laughs> Miss Congeniality. Yes, I was just thinking Sandra Bullock. Sandra Bullock, yeah. <laughs> that's awesome. That's funny, yeah. So that's one of my pet peeves, just sharing. Yeah. That's a good yeah. one. I like that pet yeah. peeve. Yeah. Well, okay, so tip, a little, little uh, you know, hot tip here. Order in advance if you have mm. a huge order like that, you know, from multiple people, and then just go pick it up. There yeah. you go. See, See Brian, you're yeah. so good at, at pulling positive lessons out of you know, what they is really essentially a negative to, I'm always trying right. to help here. <laughs> They really need to reboot Miss Congeniality and incorporate oh. that in, like do the online order instead of oh her my gosh. going. <laughs> That's true. That's still pretty relevant today though with her Starbucks order. Oh my gosh. That's so true. No, Starbucks is like changed. the only place you still see that. Yeah. And the thing is, is That's the people good. that order online no don't have those complicated orders. They still come in, show up and hold everybody up in line. I know. <laughs> it's like still the, you have some intern ordering for an entire office full of oh, yeah. designers or something. Yeah. Half soy, sure, yeah. double whipped. No, wait, actually. <laughs> oh gosh. <laughs> oh, okay. Hey, so speaking of this, I got a quick little challenge. Uh, you, you were talking about the positive here, you know, see good and bad. I like, I like, yeah, a little challenge here. I was thinking about this. In fact, talking to Sarah about this a little bit uh, the other day, we were just kind of chatting about, okay, so with all the wildfire stuff going on and of course everything else that's been going on in the world, a couple of things I was looking at is like, okay, are we, are we getting close to this forest fire? Is there any, you know, danger to us or anyone we know? And of course, some of our friends had uh, mandatory evacuations. Some had voluntary, you know, sad stuff. And so 
I felt compelled to kind of keep up on what was going on. Then I realized that at the end of the weekend of having kept up, I was anxious, depressed, and like exhausted, just mentally and emotionally Mm. exhausted. And I was just like, okay, look, this is, I've already unfollowed and, and snoozed a bunch of people on social media that were just posting the angry, hateful stuff. Of course, you know, We've already talked about that, mm-hmm. but I consider a lot of these posts very negative. I'm sorry, very innocent. They're, they're negative, but they're very innocent. So it's like this. Oh my gosh. Like, look how horrible the smoke is. And they're being innocent about it. Oh, like they're, okay. they're, so yeah, they're, they're not, they're not, they're not pushing an agenda or yeah, they're not angry or, or hateful about it. They're just saying something negative. They're saying something that affects them. And it's unfortunately a negative thing. And so I on see, one yeah, hand, it, I feel bad. You know, if somebody yeah. says, okay, I lost, you know, a family member, and they post that. That's a totally Please different thing. Please commiserate with yeah, me. Yeah, like definitely offer your condolences and stuff. So, you know, it's not, I'm not even talking about that. I'm just talking about, it's almost like they're focused. For example, I mean, all I can say is like the forest fire smoke was so bad. That's all people focused on. They were obsessed mm-hmm. with the forest fire smoke and that's it. They could Instead not, of how beautiful this orange apocalyptic <laughs> sky over the Rockies is. Yeah, or just right? saying, well, that too, you know, like, hey, look, it's Mordor. It's pretty cool. I'm living in Lord of the Rings right now. It's Middle Earth. Yeah. You know, but some people could kind of say it's what it is right now. Is there anything that I can do about it? Maybe you're a volunteer firefighter, then go for it, you know, or I don't know. You can call up friends and ask how they're doing. You can pray for people, whatever, right? Other than that, there's nothing you can do. So stop focusing on it. Stop obsessing about it. And I feel like that that's what I saw pretty much on social that whole weekend. And what's interesting is how much it affected me. And I was just like, okay, Mm -hmm. here's my challenge for the next seven days. No more negative posts at all, unless it's one of those, like, you know, you lost a family member kind of thing that you just, it it happens. It's real. You got it. That's a totally different thing. yeah. Yeah. But, or you can say, wow, this is, this is what's going on. The smoke's crazy. Move on. Don't, don't obsess about it. But I want to say that the challenge is to post. Well, I'm not even going to say just post, but for the next seven days, only positive things have to be posted, texted, emailed, and spoken, whatever that is. If, and if you, if you go down a negative path, which of course I'm sure all of us are going to do at one point, catch yourself, stop, start over. I want yeah, to challenge see how us. it makes you feel. Yes. And then we're going to report back in and we're going to try it again for the next seven days. And then the next seven days, and we're going to keep doing this until it becomes a habit. I am, I am going to challenge us right now to say, okay, this is what we're going to do. hundred percent positive, no matter what it is that we're putting out into the world for the next seven days. And let's see how it works because here's the thing. It was so interesting. I was thinking about this about, first of all, you know, all the anger and the hate. Okay. That's obvious, but what's causing people to post about forest fires? Well, they're afraid there's fear like, oh my gosh, you know, and can 2020 get any worse? Don't ask that question, by the way, because <laughs> <laughs> the answer is, oh yes, it can. Yes, but it could. here is an amazing quote that I thought about. We all know it. And it is so, so, so relevant to, you know, things that start with fear. Here it is. Fear is the path to the dark side. Fear leads to anger. Anger leads to hate. Hate leads to suffering. Okay, this is Yoda. And uh, regardless of what you believe, I think almost uh, everybody can agree with that. Yoda's wisdom is pretty amazing right there. Think yeah, I especially like do or do not. There is no try, but yeah. that's a, I agree. Yeah, sure. Episode but one, fear. Yoda said something good. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Fear does lead to bad things. It does. And so yes. obsessing on the fear and the negativity and everything is just going to, it's going to make you become that person. And just 
understanding that all I did was innocently keep up with what was going on with the forest fires. And I physically felt ill after the weekend because of the fear and the anxiety and the depression and the, you know, other stuff that I just felt. I was just like, what well, is and you this? soak that stuff up like a sponge. Whereas some people yeah. that just kind of, it might roll off their backs a little easier, but you know, it's such, such you're such a social animal, Brian, that, more so than a lot of people that, that, that affects you more. So I get that. Well, I don't know though. I mean, I, I, maybe it affects me more outwardly, but the question I, I would actually challenge that back and say that I think it affects everyone equally. It's yes. just, it manifests I, differently. That's fair. That's fair. Yeah. So that's all that's, that's my challenge. I hope we start to see some, I actually really do want you to chime in, email us, message us, whatever, and let us know how it worked over the next seven days and how you actually feel. Do you feel better do you, you know what I mean? I just want to know. I, I really want to Oh, I believe it. I just want to hear it. I haven't, I have not followed my own mother on Facebook for, <laughs> I can't, I can't tell you how many years because of all the negative stuff she posts. Yeah. I, I, I just know she would be a much happier person if she wouldn't wallow in that negativity all the time. It's so, obvious to those of us who are not in it, but yeah, at the same right. time, that's why I'm saying like, let's take a step back and let's try this for a while. You got it. And if you don't like Let's it, do it. If you get after seven days and you're like, you're, I really want to be negative. Yeah. You're vomiting <laughs> in the bathroom because the positivity is so nauseous to you. And you're just like, Oh, I hate so this. Negativity. I can't be positive. Like this is the worst thing ever. I just want to be evil and negative and hateful. Well, by all means then, I mean, fine. Then prove us wrong, but I just got to believe this. <laughs> I am the villain of this story. <laughs> the emperor was right. Palpatine is the man. Okay, speaking of uh, a challenge here that I think all of us can have once in a while is spontaneity. And uh, I want to hear your story about this because I agree with you and know that spontaneity is not your forte. You and I've had this discussion in the past, but do share with the rest of us. I feel like I've nailed down when I can be spontaneous. I can be spontaneous when I am comfortable in a certain situation. Like if there is something that I'm super comfortable with and somebody drops a bomb on me, say, hey, let's go do this right now. I'll be like, yeah, I'm in. Otherwise, it takes me like two days to process and then be like, okay. (laughs) But that's funny. I'm 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 exactly the same way, but keep going. That's funny. (laughs) I'm on my way home from the cabin last Sunday and we're maybe like half an hour away. I'm, I'm driving home with my brother and his wife and my mom calls and, and she's still back at the cabin with my, my sister and my brother-in-law and their two kids. And they're like, yeah, so what if we just didn't go home this week? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I mean, we're all working from home anyway, right? Yeah. I like the way she thinks, by the way. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I do too, but like, like my sister and my brother-in-law are like the two people who I would never have expected this from. They're, I mean, they are pretty spontaneous, spontaneous. Oh, I like that. Find a new word. New words. Okay. Spontaneous people. But way more so than I am, but not when it comes to like this kind of thing. Like sure. literally we had packed for two days at the cabin. Oh, yeah. And so <laughs> we're there for <laughs> 10 days with two days worth of clothes each. <laughs> Honey, stop at that Walmart and yeah. let's shop for oh. some more socks and underwear and we exactly. can just stay here. Seriously. Week. Oh, yeah. I understand that. Yeah. But yeah, so we stayed at the cabin for a week with two days worth of clothes oh, per awesome. person. You know, we, we have with the a. same we have the same thing with the condo in Estes. It's like, and now we did it so that we can work from up there should we choose to. But it was the whole thing with the freeze that was happening. And it's like, ah, 
can we just stay up here? I'm like, well, it's supposed to be like 15 to 20 inches of snow up here. I'm like, eh, I don't really want to get trapped. And then I'm like, well, we actually don't have the heat on at home. We probably should go home and turn the heat on just in case so we don't have broken, blown pipes. I'm like, we kind of have to go home. But we were, go- we were having that same conversation about, can we just mm-hmm. stay? <laughs> yeah, and I like. And it's so easy when like the world is just like it's so different than it ever used to be. Where yeah. staying at the cabin for a week is almost nothing because nobody knows where I am anyway. It doesn't matter. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, fair enough. Nobody at yeah. work. Yeah. But, well, yeah. Brian, I think you know me. You may know this about me. I think you probably do. I spontaneity is. I don't ever. If like you or Eric or somebody texts me, hey, you want to play this right now? My instinct is to be like, I'm doing something else. I, I need to have stuff planned in advance. Yeah, mm-hmm. I do know that. That's about a you. need for me. Although I've come yeah, to learn a, that, the by thing, the way. Yeah. Like you never once just said, here's who I am. It's been more of a, I think this is the way Tony is. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Fair enough. So I can relate. You feel me? Yeah. Yeah. A little yeah. Bit, yeah. yeah. I've had to come to understand that as well because. You know, when we game, for example, it's like, you know, in the past you were like, okay, we're getting on at eight o'clock or whatever time, you know? And it's like, right. I, you know, when it comes to gaming, it's like, I'll be as close to on time as possible, but you know, <laughs> Sarah comes first and other yeah, responsibilities. You and I have, we, we have, we've worked that out. Yeah, uh, exactly. We have come to an understanding. Yeah. <laughs> but at the same time, it's well, like, funny. you know, I say, okay, well I need to be there as close to this time as possible, but I don't want to like be like, well, Sarah, see you later. You know, it's like, no, we're right in the middle of something. You sure. know, I don't want to. Yeah, she's got to come first and or like, you know, we got to clean up the dishes from dinner or something. You know, it's like little things like that that I'm like, I can't just leave Sarah hanging. But at the same yeah, time, it's like I can't be 45 minutes late either because that's disrespectful. So, you know, I've had to learn to come to this balance and understanding yeah. that, you know, to you, eight o'clock is eight o'clock. And to me, it's like it's gaming. We'll, we'll get on. We'll have plenty of time, you know, <laughs> so <laughs> whatever. Yeah, and it's, it's, it's coming. Isn't there, there's a happy medium. Isn't you know? there another? Yeah, exactly. A balance. Isn't there another yeah. Yoda quote about balance somewhere in the repertoire oh, gosh, of Star Wars? I'm universe? sure. I bet he said something. Well, there's balance. a lot of people that have talked about balance in the force, <laughs> but yeah. balance. Yes. Balance, Luke. <laughs> balance. Ah! That's one of the scenes they cut out of Star saying, Wars. Yeah, they cut that out. And I said it was concentrate. Uh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> it was uh, balance. And then they did a script rewrite. And- yeah, jerks. Thanks a lot, George. Had to wreck it. Little things we learn, though, and that's, you know, again, one of those challenges in communications to each other is some people love spontaneity. Like, I'm one of those people. And also, I like to plan, too, but not over plan. But it's good to know each other's communication and, you know, verse and kind of say, okay, well, how can we how can we what's the word like? Not even compromise. I don't even think that's the right word, but it's more of a how can we come together you know, we can plan for you, but also I can still be somewhat spontaneous. It'll, it'll work out. Mm-hmm. I yeah. like that. I think that also, it also changes for me when I become increasingly more comfortable with a person. That's because true. Because I don't have to think as hard about, because I mean, like, this is definitely an introvert problem, but I dread social <laughs> gatherings. Like, I will, <laughs> I will not sleep oh my gosh. before something social because I just keep thinking about all of the stupid things I say that could go during wrong. social events. Yeah. Right? Oh, clearly, like, and I all can the tell. things that could go wrong. Yeah, oh, yeah. and and so <laughs> as I become more comfortable with people, I'm. It's easier for me to be spontaneous because I don't spend as much time before it dreading what's coming. And only dreading from like my internal battle of me knowing who I am and 
the me that comes out in those kinds of spontaneous situations. Did that make any sense? Oh, it does. And I, and I wanted okay. to share because I actually have a uh, whole notebook here of things that oh, you've said, it. Miss Ice, mm. that were really bad. I've kept a, oh, I've yeah, kept a list. Drink of water. <laughs> we, we only have Miss Ice on because of all the stupid oh, stuff my gosh. she says. Like, well, you see, I didn't sleep it. last night because I was yeah. thinking about this. <laughs> I have a whole like, journal here and I could go through this for hours. And oh my gosh, my ever favorite since part I, of this whole thing was the rustling paper. Yeah, <laughs> well, it's you know, it's a it's a very extensive journal, and yeah. it's from started back in 2015 when I first met you, and then uh, in oh, 2015 it, when we actually long? well, I think it was 2014 that we actually met online. Boy, that didn't sound right. But when we met doing Dude, the if, Central City on Underground podcast it was 2014. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But 2015 you we met down, in person. Okay. Okay. Yeah. yeah. If you write down everything stupid that Miss Ice has ever said since 2015, <laughs> how do you even still use your hand? Right. Exactly. I, I actually do have a cramp books. right now. Yeah. You probably wear one of those things that they that bowlers wear, like those little, wrist Yeah, the wrist braces. Braces. Yeah. yeah. But uh, to wear, be fair. You wear that all the time, don't you? To be fair, I notice stupid things that people say. And I don't hold it against <laughs> them and I never ever keep a record of them. Like that's just crazy. That's good. I usually try to forget them, but I do notice them and I can't even recall anything stupid that you said. If you've said anything stupid ever, it hasn't <laughs> been because of your like lack of what you, or what you think is lack of social graces. You have them. Okay. You, you think you don't, but you do. It hasn't been because of that. It's been like the things we all say when we don't know what we should do and we like, do something and then we realize later, oh, that was bad and now I like know better. Spontaneous or spontaneous. Spontaneous. You know, when we all I, make mistakes and we do things yeah. and, and the other person's like, oh, what are you doing? And you just got to let them learn their lesson. We all yeah. do that. That's the only yeah. thing maybe, but I mean, like I don't even know or remember. So That's you really got to stop being hard on yourself. <laughs> I'm serious. I mean, uh, well, and I, and it's something that I, I I've been working on obviously. And I got to say like, Prior to my podcasting days, it was so much worse. But sure. the the mentorship that I received from both Daryl Darnell and yeah. you, Brian, have oh. just been extraordinary in terms of helping me in social situations because I can think huh. on my feet so much mm. better and I'm not as embarrassed by the things I say. Like I can actually think about what I'm going to say before I start talking about it, which is like, you would think, Oh yeah, you duh. But like, I never, I just did not have that skill before. Sure. And podcasting has really helped me grow in that way. So I, yeah. I have gotten a lot better. It just, it's not in everything, you know, those, sure. there are still many social situations where I, where I freeze up. Well, uh, and I understand that I am very guilty still to this day. I speak my mind and I also talk out my thoughts which mm. isn't necessarily a bad thing, but on a public forum, like a podcast or something, when, you know, we've done this, that's the beauty of editing and I'm thankful for it. But there are things that we've said on the show and we get off on this like discussion. You look back and you go, it's not beneficial to anyone else and mm. it should not have been said. It needed to be processed through in mm -hmm. an inner circle of trust with, you know, trusted friends as my inner circle of trust for you, you know, meet the parents fans, but you know, you do need to do that. You need to process through things and sometimes you need to vent and discuss things, but you don't need to tell the whole world. Sometimes those things going through your head because 99% of the people, either one, they don't need to hear it Two, They can't handle it. Three, they don't understand where you're coming from. And so then they, they mm -hmm. make assumptions, you know, I mean, on and on Total and on. Lack the of list context. Goes. Yeah. And I have a problem with that because I am a verbal processor. 
So, mm-hmm. which is not a bad thing. That's just, I have to learn that <laughs> the show is not a place to process necessarily. <laughs> mm-hmm. Maybe it but is. But we do it sometimes anyway. Yeah, but we do I it mean, anyway. <laughs> sometimes it is because it's actually good for us to learn together. That's one thing. But right. if I have to process through something, maybe this isn't the, the place for it. Yeah. You know, we all no, that's a very good distinction. So let's talk movies. <laughs> let's, let's talk movies. Let's talk remakes. Yeah. Can I pick your brain, oh. you guys, about what remakes or reboots are better than the originals. Yeah. And we talked about this when you were on last miss ice and said, Oh, we should talk about this. And so here we are, we're talking about it here. We are now. This is hard because I'm thinking of all the remakes and reboots I've seen. And I know we kind of wrote a list out for all three of us here and I started writing all of the remakes and reboots. And then I started realizing, okay, that was worse. That was worse. That was, I'm like, dang it. Are are there better (laughs) ones out there? Better. Yeah. So Mm -hmm. there are, yes, there are which is very exciting. And miss ice, you're going to, you're going to start us off with, remakes and or reboots that were better than the originals in your opinion. Yeah. Okay. So I first want to make a distinction here because most of the things that are on my list are only better because they enhance the original story. So like I, in all of these situations, I loved the original source material, but the take that the remake had on it just made the story bigger to me and like filled in things that the original lacked. Okay. Okay. And things like you almost don't even realize it lacked until you got the new material. So the best example of this, I think is beauty and the beast Mm -hmm. going from the animated version to the live action version where there weren't a whole lot of differences. I mean, they, they added a couple songs, Mm -hmm. but they also added context for yeah. Uh, Bell's mother, which yeah. I found fascinating. You know, like you don't even realize that you're lacking this whole person in her life that shaped who she was and what her relationship was like with her father until you got it. And I just loved that. I thought it it brought so many aspects of that movie to life in a way that I hadn't even thought about it. Before. Yeah. So hey, I, I think what it did was it, in that case, I think what it did was with the original animated show and this may be true for the other Disney remakes that they've done but the original animated films were for kids right and and now that they did the live action they're 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 expanding their audience obviously and so mm-hmm. to engage the adults more they added all that you know that extra exposition yeah so, yeah i agree yeah. I would totally agree with that. Like yeah. your audience expands when you go live action. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I'm not even a huge, I've said this before. I'm not a huge fan of the animated stuff as much anymore. And mm-hmm. even when people say, oh my gosh, you got to watch this. It's amazing. And I watch it and it's animated. And I'm just like, I just can't get into it. It's too, yeah. a lot of reasons, right? So when I get to see a live action version, not having to watch the animated, I'm thankful for that. And a lot of it because of what you just said there. I really quickly wanted Mm -hmm. to jump in with, you just reminded me of something in it. It's not that it's a remake of anything, but it's an expansion. And I thought that was really cool that you distinguished that. You know, the TV show Once Upon a Time that I've been talking about is an expansion on fairy tales from all over. And I just thought, what a cool concept, basically. It's not a remake or a reboot. I mean, I guess it kind of is. But yeah. It kind of is. Yeah. Yeah. That's a really, really good example because, and that's what I love about a lot of remakes mm-hmm. is that it just like, I mean, we we can debate all we want about reboot versus remake and sometimes there's a difference and sometimes there's not. But the only reason I would ever see to do either is when you feel like you have something 
to add to the story without taking away from the original. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And there are, and I feel like the worst remakes then are the ones that are trying to fix something of the past where maybe there was something to fix, but unless you have like a new vision for it, you can't fix anything. Like you can't just have an actor stand in for another actor and be like, well, mm-hmm. he's better at what he does. So he's going to be better <laughs> at, you know, employing this character. And I just, yeah. I've yeah. never seen that scenario play out. Yeah. Or like changing it because of an agenda or something that, you know, well, well this, we're going to do this because, and no offense, but that was Ghostbusters when they said, oh, well, we right. had all men. So now we're going to have all women. And it was more about that <laughs> than it was about creating a good story that could have been phenomenal. Right. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah, <laughs> not to be mean, people, because I have no exactly. problem with women Which Ghostbusters like, at all. No, we, we know where you're coming yeah, from. Yeah, they yeah. just you're, sucked you're, on that movie. Yeah, your argument is valid. Yes. So, however, like to that point, I found that Ocean's Eight was super interesting, but there's no way that you can compare it to Ocean's Eleven. Which so Ocean's Agreed. Eight is Agreed. the all women cast with so, uh, Sandra Bullock and mm-hmm. cast. So and it wasn't great a remake. story, but uh, totally incomparable. Right. Yeah. <laughs> And it wasn't a remake either. It was yeah. just a continuation, which was great. Right. Continuation. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Okay. So Beauty and the Beast and Mulan having just been released a couple weekends yeah. ago. I can't wait to watch it. Also fantastic. I'm not okay, going to go into detail because Brian, I know you haven't seen it, Yeah. but just exactly like my description of Beauty and the Beast, it doesn't take anything away from the original source material. It only makes it better. <laughs> so okay. that's why I loved it. Okay. So, also on my list, 12 Monkeys. I've talked mm. about this a lot on the show. Yeah. Going from a movie to a TV show. Yeah. Completely different premises. They they use a different bent on it. So I, I personally would call it more like of a, a reboot, but okay. they enhance the original story. They use the same premise and expand on it because obviously it's a TV show. You have more time to work with. Yeah. Yeah. Then Parent Trap. Mm-hmm. Okay. The original... 1961. Yep. And Mills. imagining like the technology of 1961 and what they were able to accomplish with that movie using mm-hmm. one actress for both of the twins. Yeah. Phenomenal. But I really enjoyed the remake with Lindsay Lohan. Yeah. <laughs> I liked like, it too. I can't even I can't yeah. even define why I like it. I don't yeah. it's not even my kind of movie, but I loved it. You know, and so it, they did a really good job in remaking that movie. Nice. Hairspray. One of the reasons I put Hairspray on my list is because there, it was such a short interval between the original and the remake. I think it was only like a decade or something. Oh, okay. Which, Interesting. Which doesn't feel like it happens super often. Like Parent Trap was 40, almost 50 years maybe, but... Hmm. Okay. Um, okay. And then True Grit. <laughs> I mean, okay. So the reason I put this one on my list was because you go from having like John Wayne and Robert Duvall to Jeff Bridges and Matt Damon and Josh Brolin. And you're like, okay, you have these star-studded casts. How can it ever compare <laughs> one to the other? Like, it's either going to totally bomb mm-hmm. or it's going to be decent. And it was good. I really enjoyed the remake of True Grit. Okay, nice. last one on my list. Okay. This one is interesting. So, I can't even remember the dates of these, but... Broadchurch came out first. It was a UK miniseries mm-hmm. starring David Tennant, aka the Tenth Doctor. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> and the US remade it into Grace Point. Okay, same hmm. sort of premise, but it's more like what would you call it? What do you call those murder mystery? Murder mystery party, right? Where 
Like it's yeah. the same sort of who done it. Yeah. Yeah. Who done it? But there's a different who done it. So it's like the same story, except it has a different villain. Does that, okay. does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. So like totally. they, they, they changed it enough so that it's not like you're rewatching the same thing that the UK did. It's the same sort of premise with the same sort of characters yeah. and the same sort of murder, but there's a different who done it. Sure. And okay. so you don't know by the end of the show who did it because you can't use the original as its source material. Yeah. But it, sorry, the original as your primary. It's not the same plot line. Uh, that's not even right because it's the same <laughs> plot, but it's a, it's a different murderer. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. like, but like that's kind of the changed antagonists, point. right? Yeah. I mean, Thank yeah. you. Yeah. <laughs> sure. I'm yeah. not coming up with words for that one. It's been way too long since I've watched either of them. It just you're the we were, novelist. Come on, <laughs> I should be able to come up with words. Okay, <laughs> but I I try to keep the list a little diverse and like so. Sure. I went from animated to live action, movie to TV show, old to new, short interval, and then like star-studded cast. Like there's all these different variations of the way that people are rebooting or remaking movies, and very few. Like my list has six on it. And there are probably a hundred out there. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And these yeah. were the ones that I went, yes, these stand out to me. Everything else is basically forgettable. And you know what, though? There, there's so many that we're not even thinking of. Oh, I know. But yeah, and there oh. are, I put a lot of lists here that I was like, oh, these are worse. So I'm not going to include those. So we've, right. we've narrowed well, it down. Which is why you don't see G.I. Joe on my list. I mean, nothing can get better <laughs> than the original G.I. Joe TV oh, show. <laughs> that's awesome. Oh, well, Voltron was better. The new yeah. Voltron. Oh, I fr- yeah. See, now yeah, that, that was quite good. We're including TV shows, you know, now and that. Oh my gosh, Voltron was far better. Now that you brought up yeah. GI, Joe. GI Joe. Okay, all right, Captain. Well, my if it's my turn, I'm gonna I'm gonna list all hundred that Miss Ice just uh, <laughs> mentioned. Are you guys ready? Yep. Just kidding. Go for it. All um, the hundred that I left off. <laughs> I, I'm just gonna throw a few out there that that really uh, struck me. First of all, John Carpenter's The Thing from oh, 1982. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Next. Alongside Poltergeist is my favorite horror movie ever. It's just good. And the original from 1951, I mean, it's from 1951. I've, I've seen it, but it's been a long time since I saw that original. And it was, much, it was just a clunkier movie. It wasn't as creative. The Carpenter took the concept from the 1951 and the setting, or similar setting, to, and he just made it just better. So... That's my first example, and again, That's it's it's one. kind of a it's a sketchy example only because I'm not ultra familiar with the original. I just know personally for me that the remake was great. Oh, and oh, by yeah. the way, I've I've said this before: the re remake, the thing from what was it, the 2000s or something, something like that? In there, yeah, maybe the 2010s. That wasn't it. Wasn't a reboot. It wasn't a remake. It was a prequel to John Carpenter's oh, The Thing. And yeah, right. they did it so masterfully because the last 10 minutes or so of the film slide right, they mesh right into the very first five minutes or so of Interesting. John Carpenter's thing. And it's so well done. It gave me chills huh. to watch it. It's like, wow, that's really well done. Interesting. So, but I thought that the 82 movie was better than the 2000s sure. movie. Okay, next one. Ben-Hur, 1959 oh, with Charlton yeah. Heston. Classic. Very classic, and for good reason. It's an epic film, especially back then. It was the epic film. The original Ben Hur was in 1925, hmm. and I'm just going to say, since it was 1925 and <laughs> cinema was in its infancy, the 1959 version is. I think it's. I think most people would agree it's a better film in, in all sorts of objective ways. Mm-hmm. 1986's The Fly with Jeff Goldblum. Oh, yeah. Remember that? Oh yeah. 
versus the original from 1958, which was a classic. <laughs> yeah. It was ahead of its time, but I feel like the 86 was a better film. Nice. What other ones can I mention? What other ones? I think those are the main ones I think I'm going to bring up. Okay. Okay, cool. Well, well, you could bring up the War of the Worlds one, the Tom Cruise one. Oh, thank you. Yes. Uh, yeah. War of the Worlds 2005 with Tom Cruise. Mm-hmm. For some reason, I, th- I think I've said this before. I'm going to repeat myself again. For some reason, as crazy as Tom Cruise is, he's in some pretty good sci-fi movies. Yes, he is. Yeah. I mean, War of the Worlds, Oblivion, Live, Live, Die, Repeat. Oh, yeah. I love that movie. Man, and it, it, I love all those films. So yeah. I, mm-hmm. I thought that the 2005 War of the Worlds, while not perfect, it, it had some great, slow though. parts in it. Yeah. But hell of a lot better than the one in 1953. Yeah. So, you know, it's funny because like I look back at the original radio broadcast with Orson Welles and I've listened to that a few times. and I mm-hmm. love like that's mm-hmm. the ultimate best of all of them. But as far as movies go, I would wholeheartedly agree that that 2005 one was the best so far, which yeah. is still an adaptation. Yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah, right. 100%. Yeah, yeah. Cool. Well, okay. I'll share a few things. We were talking about Total Recall last time. And I finally got a chance to watch it. I do not remember the Arnold Schwarzenegger one as much. Oh, I've seen you got to watch it again. It's well, no, so classic. I love it and I've seen it, but <laughs> I really did like this new one a lot. I mean, it's it's yeah. different though, you know, in the sense like, mm-hmm. no, it wasn't on Mars, but it was different enough that it's like, okay, well, was it better? I, I don't know. I like them both. That's the thing, yeah. but it wasn't bad. Mm-hmm. Let's put it that way. Okay. Uh, I think that qualifies for what we're talking about. Like, yeah. I think what had spawned the conversation was why do you remake something that was already fantastic? Like yes. there's no reason to remake this, Yeah. but if, if they do a good job, then everybody kind of ignores the fact that they remade it. Yeah. Well, so Sorry, that even continue. goes into you know, the 2009 JJ Abrams, Star Trek is, is it better? Well, it's different. That's the thing. They changed the yeah. timeline. They yeah. changed a bunch of things to it. I absolutely loved that movie. I thought it was fantastic. Yeah. Um, I wasn't into into darkness as much because to me it was too much to wrath of Khan and wrath of Khan was far better, but I really did like where they went with the 2009 series of star Trek. I, I even liked the third one. I know a lot of people didn't, but I like it in the sense of that it was different enough. So was it necessary to reboot? No, but did they do an okay job doing it and did the story work? Yeah, it was great in my opinion. Yeah, I'm a JJ hater, but I did not hate the first two star Trek movies that he made. So Planet of the Apes. I like the new ones. And here's the thing. I've seen some of the old ones. They're great. I like them. They're cheesy. Yeah. They're fun. Charlton Heston was awesome. I actually even liked the 2001 Planet of the Apes with Mark Wahlberg. <laughs> that was awesome. Oh, yeah. It I was, forgot about that one. Yeah. I mean, it was actually a really good movie. Yeah, it was just a one off. Yeah. I don't you know, know if I've seen any of those. Oh, they're, well, it's an interesting premise. But yeah, and I just want to throw in there, Brian, that, that the new the new Planet of the Apes series, if you haven't seen it yet and you liked the first Planet of the Apes movie, I mean, because the originals, the, the first one was a literal classic. It's mm-hmm. it's actually holds up decently. Oh, yeah. If you can get past the the outfits, uh, yeah. which are actually for the time, they're really well done. Yeah. But the story, the acting, it's a really good and a poignant movie. Yeah, it is. But the new ones, the newest ones, of, of which I think there are three, oh. they're Three or four, yeah, yeah. They're they're really good, in my opinion. Yeah, they really. I are. mean, I I was blown away at how good those three films or four yeah. new ones were. So, and they kept close enough, you know, to the original that it, it's good. It's worth it. That's the thing. Like, did they need to remake them? Well, actually, yes. In a, in a way, they did, so they could update, make it look more realistic, and it worked, mm-hmm. and it was really good. So, and yeah. they're prequels. They're prequels to the originals. So, yeah, exactly. 
I'm going to throw in Batman because I know some people love the 60s classic TV show and everything else. I was the 1989 version still to this day holds a very special place in my heart. I love it. (laughs) I really do. You know, and then that 2005 Batman begins with Christian Bale was so good. It was so much better. Even though I love the 89 version, I that was better. I'm going to going with that one, by the way. We're not going to go any further than that. And there's so many remakes of Batman. It's unbelievable. And honestly, I didn't even mind well, some of the other ones. So we're just going to leave it at that. But but that that's yeah. one example. Another one coming out soon, too. Yeah, exactly. Now, I'm going to throw in Karate Soon-ish. Kid here because Ooh, yeah. Karate Kids 1 and 2 to me were just fan fan freaking tastic, you know? three and yes agree and you know the the jaden smith jackie chan reboot was was pretty bad in my opinion in comparison right it did not need to be remade i didn't even see it that was one of those that 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 actually is a they destroyed it shouldn't done it but cobra kai on the other hand even though it's a continuation Uh, it's not necessarily a remake so i don't know though can now i guess we really can't call that a a remake can we it is a continuation no it it is literally a continuation okay never mind throw that one out Forget it. I love it. Yeah. No, it's good to bring it up though, because I I sure like Cobra Kai. Holy oh, cow, it's great. You know, I I finished season one, and oh, it was so good. Nice. All right, Spider Man. It's been rebooted and remade, whatever, a lot. And again, <laughs> I loved the Tobey Maguire one and two. I thought they were great. Uh, I'm not going to talk about emo Toby, but you know, the one and two were great. The Amazing Spider Man, eh, it was okay. The Andrew Garfield ones, they were okay. But the the new ones, it's just like those are so good, and I think they're better. And I think it was good that they remade, rebooted that one so that it tied in with the rest of the, you know, the Marvel universe and everything out there. And I love, mm-hmm. I oh agree. my gosh, like it's just it's really good. So I love that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to throw in a few TV shows, and then we'll we'll wrap up here. Battlestar Galactica, better than the the original, uh, even though the original. Oh great. yeah, yeah. Highlander. Okay, 100%. I'm going to throw this one in. I loved the original Highlander movie, but the Highlander TV show was awesome. It is dated now. <laughs> I watch that one. It's so it's 90s. A, it's so 90s, but it's, it's very it's a, 90, early 90s. But it's such a great show. I mean, there's something about it. The storytelling is beautiful and the character development is great. I love it. But yeah, it's 100% except 90s. for the episode that had except for the episode that had Joan Jett playing herself. That was a very awkward episode. <laughs> if you, if you have a chance, go watch that. Okay. <laughs> I think it's in season two. Right, maybe. Yeah. yeah. Oh, another one. Um, and this is okay. I'm throw this in as a going back really quickly to a movie. I'm going to throw this in as a different type of thing because you brought up hairspray. And so it made me think about Les Mis because, you know, Les Mis was a book and then it was a musical and then it was the Liam Neeson movie back in, what was it, 98 or something like that when it came out. And I actually oh, really, oh really liked that, that movie simply because it, it was not a musical. It was actually a movie. Oh, Jeff, Jeff. Oh, gosh, what's his name? Jeffrey Rush was in it. There we go. There's a oh, lot yeah. of uh, oh. Claire Danes was in it. Wow, really? Yeah, there was a lot of big names in it. And what I loved huh. about that is that, you know, I knew the musical. I knew the music. I mean, we used to perform the music in high school and college all the freaking time. So, I mean, I knew the music inside oh, and yeah. out. I knew the musical. That movie came out. It was not a musical. It was a full on actual movie telling the story. And that for the first time, I actually huh. understood the story. Talking about the exposition, you got to understand yeah. the background of everything. And I was just like, oh my gosh, that was one of the best captures of Jean Valjean with, you know, his thieving days and how he was shown grace by the guy that he was stealing from at the beginning of the whole story. And the whole idea of grace and redemption that went throughout that entire story mm-hmm. was so good. I still to this day love that movie. 
And I never did see the new one with all those actors that tried to sing. I didn't, I didn't go there. Um, <laughs> but that nineteen That's interesting version, that you say all of that. Right. Cause those are, would be all of the reasons why I wouldn't ever watch a movie. Cause like, okay, here's the really pretentious Emily coming out. I've only ever seen that one live, like as a live performance. Yeah. And, and I have too. And like, right. And so when I think about it live, I just cannot imagine translating that to a movie. Mm. But if what I had said at the beginning of my little blurb was, you know, if the remake does something to expound upon the original by adding something that the original couldn't, that is when I can get on board. And the yeah. way that you described it, that is something I could get on board with. Yeah, so I, think I will it does. have to give the movie a shot. Yeah. I mean, let me know what you think too, because it's good. Yeah. I mean, even the soundtrack in it, it's fantastic, but I, I loved it. So I, that's the one with Liam Neeson. Mm -hmm. Yes. Is that what you said? From okay. I think 98 one of those years, but yes. And what's amazing too, is that this is coming from someone who, like I said, grew up with the musical and loved the musical saw it live and absolutely mm -hmm. loved that mm -hmm. movie too. So there you go. Last thing I'll mention, there you go. going back to a TV show, the office definitely to me, the U S version was significantly better than the UK version. And, and Did even, you actually watch the UK version? I tried to watch a few episodes. Yes. I didn't get very far. Cause I'm like, okay, it's just not that funny, but I mean, I did, I yeah. did give it like half of the first season. Okay, yeah, because I, I like the reason I put Grace Point on my list, the remake of Broadchurch is because like, even though the UK really seemed to love Broadchurch, it's so hard to totally get on board with UK shows because there's so much cultural stuff that I don't know. Yeah, exactly. And so I think that's the way it was with The Office because I was exactly like you. I tried a couple episodes and went, huh? Yeah. <laughs> even though I know that like UK people love it. Oh, yeah. And so it's... I mean, this whole conversation is so subjective. It's totally. all oh, of based course. on what we like or don't like. Totally. But. I'm, that makes me curious, though. Do, do, yeah. do, do our listeners in UK, do you guys prefer the UK version or the American version? I, 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 I wonder. I, I would to love that to know that, because, too. Yeah. 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 That would be interesting. Because, again, so. you know, the, the UK version of The Office was not bad at all. In fact, watching through it, it was... Well, I didn't Ricky laugh Gervais, as much. isn't it? Oh yeah, yeah, totally. And then there were some other guys in there that hilarious. Oh, oh my gosh, Martin, the, you know, the Hobbit and everything else, he was Jim. Oh, Martin Freeman. Oh yeah, that's Freeman, right. Freeman. Yeah. yeah, there you go. Okay. Yeah, I mean, he was really? in it. There were actually some big names in it. And so the actors yeah, were fantastic. The show was actually good, but I think you're right. There was a cultural divide there that for me, I I, you know, it was funny, it was fun to watch, but I'd never experienced what they were going through because I've never lived in the, or worked in the UK, but the American mm -hmm. version, I'm like, oh my gosh, that just hits close to home. I totally relate to this. <laughs> so that's, awesome. that's why though. <laughs> yeah, no, exactly. Yeah, yeah. that's cool. That's All right. Hilarious. Well, there it. you go. So we, I mean, we have a bunch okay. here that were worse and we're not going to mention them, but let us know if there's anything that we didn't have on our list that you were like, oh my gosh, this remake was far better than the original. Let us know seriously, because we could use some new movies, I think, or TV shows. I think even. so. I have two things that I have to watch now. The Highlander TV show from the 90s and <laughs> yeah. Les Mis with Liam Neeson. So look at that. I have oh, yeah. tonight all planned out for yeah, me. Start with the Joan Jett episode. It's no, very episodic. No, no, and no, no. Uh, <laughs> no, definitely start at the beginning. It's it's so for fun, sure. though. I mean, I just start I don't know. The very beginning. Yeah, it's it's fun. Like Hercules and Xena were fun type of fun 90s, you know? Yeah, I mean, keep in yeah. mind it is 90s. It is cheesy. The outfits are bad. You know, everything. I mean, it is 90s, but I'll tell you the. The story is interesting and it really does get very emotional. One of my favorite episodes though, I think it was called the samurai and it was basically the episode explaining where 
Duncan McLeod first gets his main martial arts training and also how he acquires his katana. And it's one of the mm. coolest episodes ever. And I actually used that episode for an Asian studies class. And they said that it was fairly on, I mean, you know, it's Hollywood, so it wasn't perfect, but it was fairly on par with a lot of Japanese culture. It was pretty cool. Nice. So I like that. I like when they do stuff like that. There you go. Hey, speaking of TV shows really quickly, I've been uh, continuing Star Trek lower decks and episode episode four to me was just like, I kind of was almost like (laughs) dumb. This is not going well. And then episode five, I laughed a lot and thought it was much better. That's as far as I've gotten so far, but uh, I know what six is six or seven out probably by now, but I think six, but uh, it's, I think the show is fun in general. Yeah. Like you, I laugh more on some episodes than others, but I think every episode has been entertaining so far. So yeah. Yeah. You know what? It's a turn your brain off. It's Star Trek. It's enjoy it and think about it as a full on comedy. It totally is not realistic to the Star Trek universe. It's just, no, it's a fun addition. it's like an irreverent, it's like an irreverent take on Star Trek. Yeah. What was really funny though is in episode five when I, I don't even know all the characters names, but he's the guy with the cybernetic eye implant and the, anyway, I don't know their names, but they're on one of the other ships and it's a bigger, nicer ship. And they're like, what do you think of the ship? Yes. And they're like, <laughs> <laughs> they're all excited. I was laughing so hard because I'm like, that's exactly how I would be if I was one of them. And they never showed that in Star Trek. You know, you see the guys coming over from these really like low end, you know, old ships and they get on the enterprise D and they're just like, it's a nice ship captain. I'm like, dude, I'd be like, <laughs> and so they reflected that really nicely in lower decks. And that's what I like about it. All right. I agree. Cool. Have you either of you seen La La Land? I know it's 2016. Yes. Okay. Did you see? No, it I have not yet. I finally no. watched it with everyone. What did you think, Miss Eyes? Uh, <laughs> it was okay. 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 I mean, it's not really my kind of movie, but I can appreciate like when you when you take out all the music, you know, and <laughs> just look at the story. Yeah. I thought it was a very good storyline. I kind of get lost in how the music plays out and mm-hmm. I just like I can't uh, so I can't like weave it into the storyline very well so I gotcha. I a lot of it gets lost on me that's funny I love musicals obviously we're talking about them and yeah. so musicals to me and then I was like okay I want to see this but I, I had heard really mixed reviews about this movie it was like some people absolutely mm-hmm. loved it and so everyone else was kind of like eh, it was all right mm-hmm. versus like Hamilton which I still haven't seen yet uh, and I intend to but like Hamilton is a filming of them performing it in New York. So it's not like they're, you know, with La La Land, it's an actual musical turned movie mm-hmm. versus like, here's a filming of the stage, which is what I like is basically what's on stage. And then right. you've got like, you know, Les Mis that I was talking about. That's a actual movie with none of the singing. So mm-hmm. then I don't know. To me, this was an interesting hybrid, but at the same time, I thought it was okay. Mm-hmm. I liked the music. I thought the music was fun. There were parts of the story that I liked and parts of it. I was just like, Ugh. yeah, <laughs> so it, that's okay. what I remember about it is having really slow parts where it's not a yeah. bad movie. There were just like, unless you're totally on board with it being a musical. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that sounds really bad because like I love classic <laughs> musicals like oh, yeah. Sound of Music, yeah. Oh, yeah. Chitty Chitty yeah. Bang Bang. I mean, you, you, you give me Harvey. every time. Yeah. Har- sure. Yeah. Okay. Phantom of the Opera. Come on, Harvey. <laughs> but I but like the the new stuff, I don't know. Sometimes I feel like it's just trying too hard, even though they do a really good job. Like yeah. those actors who aren't, you know, classical musicians were able to do these parts really well. 
better than I could ever do trying to step into that role. Oh yeah. And that, and so like, I, I look at that and I go, that is great. Mm-hmm. Like, good job. But I, I don't know if I can really totally get on board with the musical every time. Well, you know what I love about seeing people in those roles is knowing that like, wow, you know, not only can they act, they can sing. So like mm-hmm. I thought Emma Stone was phenomenal as a singer. I had yeah. no idea she could sing like that. It was amazing. Exactly. So not only yeah. can she act, yeah. but wow, she can sing. She's got a great voice. Now, Ryan Gosling, on the other hand, that was um, <laughs> he's not a, a oh singer, my goodness. but you know, that he did just fine. Reminded he did me. fine. He's great. in you know, Blade Runner 2049. That was great. I love that movie. I just watched the remake of Little Women. Oh, that's true. That is a remake. And and I loved it. Okay. They, uh, I guess I have to watch cr- it. They, that book has a very special place in my heart. I'll just mm. put it that way. Okay. So I'm very sensitive to <laughs> any other adaptation. Of it. That movie's bad. It sucks. And I thought that they encapsulated the character of Joe so well. Like, I mean, I identified with Joe even before this movie, but after the movie, I'm like, oh, we're kindred spirits. But no. So like, <laughs> I I really, really enjoyed it. They totally nailed the characters. There were a couple places where it was very cringeworthy, but at the same time, it was the cringeworthy of like what the classic book gave me. Interesting. So, highly okay. recommend to anybody who's a fan of that story. They they did a very different they they laid out the story very differently than the book and with any other movie that was made out of the book. I loved how they they like they, they didn't tell it in a linear sort of way. They told it back between the past and the present. So, okay, so anyway. I've never read the book. And I'm not typically a fan of that genre, uh-huh. but I know Sarah wants to watch it. So I'm, okay. I, I'm going to, you know, but is it a, is it something I will still enjoy though? You know me. Um, <laughs> That's a I tough think question. you can, I think you can appreciate it. I don't know if you would, if, if you were just going to watch something on your own, you would never pick it. That would be my opinion. Sure. But I think watching it with Sarah and being able to have a conversation about it afterward, that would be where you would find enjoyment in it. Okay. Good. All right. Does that little women answer good to know. your question? Yeah, no, it's okay. good to know. I think, you know, cause it's, it's one of those, it's one of those movies that I was like, okay, well I'll watch it. I have no interest at all in this genre. <laughs> Sarah, you come to me, girl. We'll watch it together. <laughs> Maybe that's what you guys need to do. You know, that's, I'll fly her out here yeah, and we yeah. can watch it together. Oh my gosh. No, it's, I'm glad though. I think it, it, I don't know. I tried, what was it? Nicholas Nickleby. They did. Was it, it was a movie, wasn't it? Was it? Oh my gosh. It was. Yeah. Wow. I'm trying to remember the actors in that, but I watched that movie and I remember just going, Oh yeah, the whole movie. (laughs) That might actually help because so the, the, one of the reasons I liked it, the remake so much was because it took away a lot of the, the like cringy girly stuff that I never liked (laughs) about the old remakes. Yeah. We're like, I'm, I'm not a girly girl, right? But I, I still, I, I still totally identify with that world. Like I grew up having dolls and, well, sure. I, and I, right. So like, me too. GI <laughs> Joe, GI Joes do not My count. Pony, <laughs> Barbie. Oh yeah, braid Sorry, the hair I, every day after school. Totally Tron, man, booyah. <laughs> I just meant. I just wanted to say that, like, it isn't as what. I would call girly as sure. the original, even though it's still like, it's a story about girls. So obviously it's going to have that element to it, but oh, sure. it doesn't yeah. feel as girly as the other ones did. Okay. Good to know. 
All right. Well, I'll give it a chance. I will at least do that much. And then after that, we'll watch like the new Hellboy okay. or something like that. I don't know. I'm sure. Perfect. <laughs> Compromise. Right? That's what marriage is. That. <laughs> or as my grandma says, it's a gamble. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. You know, Sarah and I like to find things that we come together and like together, which is once upon a time, Monk, The Rookie, some of those other shows we've watched, you know, in the past, which has been just fantastic. Uh-huh. We like those. So that's awesome. Good. Cool. All right. Well, thank you for sharing those lists. Love to hear your list too. Yeah, good discussion. Yeah, definitely get in, in touch with us on that. Go over to realbryanshow.com. That's where you can, you know, just email us if you want to go through that. If you want to go old school, you can message us through that. You can connect with us on on social. I mean, right now it's like Facebook and Twitter. Or, you know, if you have my number, you can just text me for those of you who have my number. I got your number. Oh, yeah. But thank you, Miss Ice, for being back. I'm so glad we got to do this. Appreciate it. So much fun. Yeah. yeah that was great. And Always um, fun. I know. Always. Thank you, Captain, of course. Oh, every time, really? Oh, yeah. Every time, sure. really? <laughs> Captain, you're amazing. And you can do the Chris Farley response where you're like, really? No, I'm not. <laughs> no, I'm not. <laughs> oh my gosh. That was still one of my favorite things. You, you, you remember when you were with the Beatles? All right. So thank you all for listening. Really appreciate Fat it. Man in a little coat. Oh, dude. I Fat am your father. <laughs> need to go back and watch all the Chris Farley movies. I have... <laughs> The Chris Farley Saturday Night Live special. And that is still to this day one of the funniest, like singular Saturday Night Live characters. It's so funny to go through. You just need a little bit of like, awesome. you know, I need to cheer up and think about something positive. Watch that. It's hilarious. Okay. <sighs> Rest in peace. All right. Well, on that note, Deep Thoughts with Captain Influence. When I'm standing in a pool of water, do my feet think they are drowning? Would I care if they were? I'm just glad those days are behind me, so this won't keep me up at night. Well, you know what the music means. Thank you for listening. Uh-huh. Have a great rest of your week. I'm serious about getting in touch with us. You got to let us know the movies you're watching, and you got to let us know how that challenge works for you. I expect great things. Real Brian Show is signing off. Brian Show is a production of 514 Media at 514mediaempire.com.